This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. We need a, a, a way to introduce into a program, but it's got to be unique. You know what I mean? Every mm-hmm. single program? No, Marty always is like, yeah! You know what I'm saying? We. We need a signature like a. You need to come up with your own. Oh well. All right, y'all ready? Yeah. Welcome to JRM360, the podcast. I'm Mike Davis. I'm here with Mike Hogue. Yeah. And Amanda Troutman. Dale, yeah. <laughs> Taylor's so on you about that I know. The other day. I feel like I got to do it all the time now. That's right. Um, I tell you what, it's Thursday as we record this Friday, probably Friday when you're listening to this, but we are still on cloud nine from Dale Jr.'s victory at Pocono this past weekend, and we dedicated our JRM360, the video to it and i hope you guys see it you should go to jamracing.com right now check it out because we asked the question just how nervous were you in the final laps of pocono hogue let's start with you i was at home and i was with family and i was i was real nervous standing in the living room a lot a lot like those videos that we saw but um i didn't get to record a video like those guys did though did you think about it uh, my sister was like, "Want me to record you?" And I was like, "Well, for a second I thought about it, and then I said, no, 'No, we'll just take take a picture at the end.'" <laughs> anybody says, anytime anybody says, "Should I record you?" Yeah, because I, I feel like if somebody, if I know it's recording, it won't be a natural like. Well, no, it's not even that. It's that if you record me, I'm so superstitious that I would almost think that that would prevent a win, right? Oh, right. See, I don't believe in superstitions, but you don't. I, I hear where you're coming from. No. Like you know, they asked me, you know, they said my, my... Okay, so, like, if you were at Pocono, would you have gone and got the win bag? Well, my uh, stepdad before the race, he's like, man, who's going to win this race? I said, Junior. He's like, yeah. Oh, you so think? You, knew. you just knew. I just knew. I had a feeling. I said, I'm <laughs> telling you, man, I had a good feeling. Now, if I was at the racetrack and said that, oh. Laura would have been like, see what you did. You jinxed us. We would have blown up. Laura, nothing. I would have. I yeah, I would have totally got on you. Well, I won't tell you what I said about Michigan. Then. This weekend? Yeah. You've already predicted a win. Yep. No, yeah. <laughs> well, have you or haven't you not? And either or, one of the two. <laughs> he's either going to win or he's not no, going to win. either nationwide. <laughs> but I can promise you it's going to be one of those two. No, either nationwide or Sprint Cup. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> either or. He might. Either way. <laughs> well, uh, I tell you what, I really enjoy seeing the fans. And we, uh, you know, we got to show, uh, you know, some of the fans on our Jam 360 this week. There is one guy, I believe his name is Andrew McCusker. Mm-hmm. I think that kid deserves an award. I'm telling you, we put him in our video this week. Dell Jr. tweeted one of his videos from the, the grandstands. Stands, yeah. In the grandstands, wearing a Dirty Mo Radio Dell Yet T-shirt and a Ricky Bobby hat. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, w- I couldn't tell what his hat was. I was trying to look closely, and then he flung it in the air, so he might not even have it anymore. We ought to get that kid on the on the phone somehow. I bet if we tweeted him right now, I wonder if we could do that. I wonder if we could do a spur-of-the-moment phone interview. Let's just try it. Do you have your phone? Yeah, what's his name? His Twitter handle is at Drewski27. <laughs> I told him, he said, I'm calling. Oh. And there he is. Andrew, thank you for joining us. Uh, I would say this is spur of the moment because we just had the idea. We're here recording, and we said, let's just try to call this guy. And uh, <laughs> so where That's are you awesome. right now? Where do you live? Uh, I live in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, right? Literally, I can see the Little League World Series from my room. So wow, cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. I drive so through there once a year. 
Yeah, Hope <laughs> drives through there. Why do you drive through my there once a year? Family lives in upstate New York, and we visit them once a year and drive through there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, there you go. I'll stop by next time. Drew, yeah. Have Hogue in. Deliver some dirty radio stickers. Drew. Well, well, here's why we won on Sunday. I I want you guys to know this. Okay. We parked by people that were at the Daytona 500. They said, you know, we were at the race. I was like, well, it's a good thing you're here. And then the second reason, I bought, we went early so I could buy my Daily Ed t-shirt, you know, before they sold out. Which we appreciate. got that. And then... I lost my Daytona 500 hat, so I got a Ricky Bobby hat instead. So I think Baby Jesus won us a race. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, so you bought the Ricky Bobby hat that day? Yeah, it was ten bucks. It was the cheapest one. So okay, so, wow, why? Where do they? Where do they sell Ricky Bobby merchandise in the in the merchandise area? Where? What oh, hauler was that the on? Tents. The tents really close to the the grandstand. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. You have uh, you have certainly captured our attention and our affection, and you are uh, you are certainly one of the best Junior Nation reactions to the to the win that I've seen. You know, I was thinking about you know when we we asked the question with this Jerem three sixty, you know, how nervous were you? And we asked that to all the fans. And Hogue and I are sitting here talking about it. I haven't even told you about my side of the story yet, Hogue. But you know, how nervous were you in those final laps? And and I got to thinking about it, Andrew. I mean, if you have been a junior fan for a long time such as such as you have and such as we have you know and you've put up with whether it's somebody at work who you know gives you gives you crap or you know at school or whatever uh if you went through those 2009 2010 years where you had to go through all that stuff if uh you know if you know somebody that's like a jimmy johnson fan and, and and it just pains you how stale they have become when Jimmy mm-hmm. wins because he's won so much. All those reasons, if any of those things apply to you, then that makes you as hinged to Junior's performances and, and to the uh, success of him on the racetrack as much as we are, and we work for him. And, it, you know, it matters yeah. to us because it affects in a positive way when he wins. It affects in a positive way uh, business, basically, and, and, and especially Junior's well-being. Well, in your case, you're as emotionally attached to Junior's performance as we are. And so yeah. if, if you are in any of those things, then that's why it matters to you. And that's why Junior Nation, when it comes to junior victories, and they get on YouTube and they put videos of themselves in the final laps, it is just pure gold. And I think you win the award this week, man. That's awesome, man. I just I, I got to share this real quick. I was 10 years old when I started watching NASCAR, and that was back in 06. And the first race I ever watched, he won. And that was at Richmond. Wow. So as, do as the a math fact, here. He's won like three three or four times in like eight years. Yeah. So Sunday was a dream come true for me. I never, ever, ever thought in my entire life I would see my driver win a race in person. And, you know, I've been there the last three times Kane and Gordon won the other two. And it was just the craziest, greatest feeling ever. And I about had a heart attack. And I don't know if you guys, well, my picture on Twitter is not with these people, but these people I met. During the race, we're two rows above me, and we were all just throwing beer and soda all over each other. <laughs> oh, God. So, so I'm like, they you... stopped filming me in that video two seconds before I cracked a Pepsi all over myself. Oh, nice. I'm so, assuming I'm you're sure going to the next that. Pocono, correct? Drewski? What? I'm sorry. I said I'm assuming you're going to the next Pocono, correct? Uh, I hope to, yeah. I mean, we just graduated college, la- I mean, high school last Friday, so that was our graduation present to go. It was. It, I couldn't have asked for a better graduation weekend, man. That was, awesome. Uh, did you make anybody mad in the grandstands with all your uh, all your dancing and hollering? Did anybody say, "Hey, chill out, man"? 
No. <laughs> there were two really nice old people in between my group of guys and then the group of people that I wound up partying with. There was actually this one really crazy dude, well, not as crazy as me, but he came up and just started hugging all of us. <laughs> That's I what junior you, fans do. That's what you yeah, got to do. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, I was hugging everybody. All right. I don't even remember who I owned, but I hugged everyone. That's that's the way you got to be, man. I mean, in a victory like that, this is Junior's 21st career victory. And, uh, you know, if you're lucky enough to be there when it happens, you just hug whoever's around you. That is cool. Well, listen, buddy, we have been, uh, you know, we've just been taken aback by how enthused you were in the grandstands. I'm going to tell you something, man. It would be a shame uh, for this next Pocono race to come around and you have to sneak in uh, to pit road again. So you know what we're going to do, bud? We're going to get you what? some passes for the next Pocono race. If you can be no there. No way. Yeah, if you can be there. And, and don't be skipping you know, skipping classes. If you're, Are you going to be starting college by then? August? I, don't uh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Well, check it out. If you're able to do it, then uh, we're going to hook you up with a couple of passes so you don't have to sneak in. Because I'd hate for Brandon Nikdowski to have to throw you out or, or do anything <laughs> for, su- for such a big fan. But um, that's because you, you – I tell you what, man – when we saw the video of you up in the grandstands, it just warmed all our hearts, to be honest with you. And, and I think that you encapsulated how we all were feeling. And and yeah. I couldn't exactly do what you did because I was working, but I, I felt like you did. Ankle. What's that? <laughs> I almost busted an ankle jumping up and down. You did. I mean, those grandstands are two tricky. ankles you in were... one weekend, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's funny. That would have been. Yeah, Junior's just uh, terrorizing ankles all over Pocono. <laughs> Well, there you go, man. It's been a good week for crazy. you. It's been a good week yeah. for Andrew. <laughs> yeah, this has been a this has been a dream week. You All know? right, bud. This is awesome. Well, so, listen, man. Thanks a lot for the call. Uh, Hogue will be at those races, uh, and uh, we will uh, we'll get you and your dad some passes. We appreciate everything you do for us, buddy. All right, that's awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, take care. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, that was cool. We've that never was... had an interview. Uh, that we wanted to just throw in just yeah. for on the fly like that, but it worked, and he was available. So, uh, But, Andrew, I, I guess the cool thing about this kid is that, like I said, he encapsulated how I was feeling, probably how you were feeling, Hogue. Amanda, if you weren't gardening or going around your <laughs> Disneyland uh, you know, property there. I was if you slapping were the couch. The race. I wasn't Tom okay. cruising the couch or anything, jumping it, up on it, but I was hitting the couch. Slapping the couch. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> the, the call that... The call that Dave Moody had when Dale Jr. made the pass of Brad Kozlowski gives me chills. I mean, I could listen to it a thousand times, and I would have chills every time. The call he makes, where do you, where does he sit? Where is he sitting in, he's in, in Pocono? Um, he's right in the Turn 1 area okay. in Pocono. That's a, on the outside of the track. Yes, so he's he on can the outside. See, he can see the whole front straightaway coming, coming probably him, to yeah. him, yeah. and then he can and co- he, take it all the way to the tunnel turn. He drops him about halfway to the tunnel turn, okay. and then Mike Bagley is sitting on one of the billboards right outside the, the tunnel there gotcha. in the tunnel turn. Well, I tell you what, uh, his call was phenomenal, and the for us being able to use MRN's call of the last few laps, um, I really appreciate Motor Racing Network for letting us do that because mm-hmm. that was, I don't know, I just, I love it. I love hearing those guys call a race, and I love seeing Dale Jr. win, and so if you can mesh it all together, that's pretty fabulous for us so uh here were some of my takeaways from victory lane i wanted to throw these out uh first of all i I have to mention brandon igdowski the president and ceo of pocono he's a great guy do you know him hogue yes okay uh you know i've been talking with him all weekend and i gotta tell you i was happy for him 
I know these CEOs and these presidents and, and you know the head PR people at these tracks. They're always coming up to us and like, could y'all win a race at our racetrack, please? Because listen, racetracks are hurting right now. They need ticket sales. I mean, it's it's hard. It's a hard time for, for to to put people in the seats. You got a lot of racetracks that are downsizing. Pocono. You say whatever you want about the race. That's your opinion. The fact of the matter is, they have some passionate race fans there. And that has always been a track that somewhat takes a beating just because of whether it's its location or because it's just so long or it's boring or this, that, and the other. But I'm going to tell you something, man. Brandon, who I've gotten to know this year, is just a tremendous guy. And I was so happy for him that Dale Jr. won at his racetrack. We were obviously ecstatic because we'd never won at Pocono, but I was equally as happy for Brandon and his team. So that was kind of cool. Another thing that was funny, did you notice that Dale Jr. took a picture at the pylon? That's funny. We were in Victory Lane, and he was doing an interview with, I want to say, ESPN. I think he had just – or no, they had not started yet, but he had the headset on Sports and all this Center, stuff. Right? It must yeah, have been. That one. And he calls me over, and he says, hey, I want to go take a picture at that pylon, you know, with, with the 88 sitting there by the number one and everything. I said, yeah, no problem. Now, there's a lot of cr- – there was a big crowd out there. So – uh, the security guys, whoever the head of security is, the Pokemon is like, he can't do that. That's gonna be that's gonna be madness. I'm like, listen, man, that guy just won a race here at Pocono. You're gonna tell him that he can't go out there and take a picture at that pylon? No, it's happening. <laughs> Either you can help or you don't. But one way or another, he's going out there and taking that picture. So we, uh, as soon as that interview was done, he went out there and took a picture, it, just for Twitter, by the way. It was for no other reason than Twitter. So is it madness? Was there a lot, ton of people? Well, if it, if it was madness, the reason it was madness was because of the photographers that followed. Oh. It wasn't because of anybody that was already out there. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyways, that, that was one of the takeaways from Victor Lane that I thought was pretty cool. Junior wanting to go out there, caught an audible during the middle of the interviews, went and wanted this picture taken, and that was a lot of fun. Then we went into the media center and had uh, you know the, our fun with Dustin Long. Um, anyways, all right, we're going to move on past this. And I, we've, since we've got Hogue in the studio, we've got to clear the air a little bit here. Uh, about what now? About last week. Hogue, everybody at Pocono was talking about that prank. Every, or not the prank, but what you did at the end of the prank. Everybody was talking about it. I'm telling you. You say everybody, like the team. Teams. Other reps. In, in the garage, uh, you know, in the motorhome lot. People were like, man, Hogue, is he still alive? How's he doing? Have you checked on him? I'm almost and, afraid and, to see Kevin Harvick again this and, weekend. And I, you know what? And I, strangely enough, I didn't see Kevin Harvick until driver intros of the Cup race. Junior was signing autographs. It was in that little tunnel, that tunnel of people. Yep. On the way to the stage, and so there was just a lot of commotion. And Harvick comes back and kind of does that grin, and you know, and, and whatever. But I didn't actually get to enjoy that uh, with Harvick about you know what he. I haven't talked to him really about it. So. Everybody's wondering, though, how you doing? Are you nervous? Are you feeling like, are you wishing you had it back? Are you wishing you'd never put Josh Jones' cell phone number up on that screen? I'm having a little bit of regret, only because now every time someone asks me to do something or it's just out of the ordinary, for example, even today for lunch, hey, we're going to this restaurant, come meet us. And I'm like, I never get asked to lunch. Oh, you're on edge. What is this about? And then I pull in there, and I'm texting Stefan. I'm like, all right, nobody, where's your truck, man? I don't see you. And he like, walk, walk in the restaurant, he goes, why are you asking me all those questions? I said, I can't go anywhere now without thinking someone's going to get me back somehow or something's not right. So I'm always I'm watching my back a lot more. Wow. It's nerve-wracking. So it's almost like they're having a laugh, but they I, don't know they're laughing. They're going to put this off for a while. Yeah, I know they feeling are. Just because they know you feel that way. Yes. 
And that's what worries me because now I'm like, and even Sprint asking me and TJ to do that deal this weekend. What deal? On Sunday. They asked you to come up on the Sprint stage? Yeah. They asked Hogue to go on the Sprint stage. Amanda, if you are in Hogue's position here, and Sprint just the week after you've messed with the Team Harvick, they say, oh, would you like to come up on the Sprint stage <laughs> where Josh Jones single-handedly brought that up? And I don't know if it actually made the episode, but in the interview, he brought that up as being one of the big moments when they were like, Hogue has gotten big time. and that, that One of the mm-hmm. reasons why they made Hogamania hero cards was because they caught him on the Sprint stage in Phoenix. If you're Hogue, do you go get up on that stage this weekend? Yes, because I think it's too soon after That's what my the phone number. Was. Yeah, That's what my reasoning the, was. The release of the phone number, so I think they're going to want to wait a little bit longer to retaliate. Because I think they would know that Hogue's expecting it on that stage. No, That's that, why I said listen, we'll bring TJ. I got a feeling whatever they do to you is going to be well bigger than whatever they can do on a sprint but stage. I can't think what you right. be that big. Other than I've already, I gave away his phone number. If they're going to put my phone number on a billboard. They've got a cabinet. A cabinet. A meeting, like, you know, a, a group meeting. They, a they're cabinet, making that Like up. the president has. No, they don't. No way. That's what he said on the interview last week. Go go back and listen to 360 Podcast. Well, I want to see this cabinet of pranksters. I don't know, man. That's what he said. Listen, we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, I've already got <laughs> retaliation in mind for when they retaliate. He actually does. This is getting very deep. It, I, well, I know. As long as there's no physical harm, it's cool. We'll have fun with this. Josh promised no physical harm yep, to you did. or your family. He did. He said no physical harm. That's right. So you're gravy, man. By them, however, it doesn't mean by someone else. Oh, no, no, I don't no, think they no, would go that no. route. No, I don't think so either. No, God, they're, not, they're not animals. He did promise emotional harm. <laughs> so, oh, there's one, there's two things. I that, think that's that really already happening. Look, like, if you listen to his stories, he's talking about how he doesn't even want to walk into the Hooters restaurant because there's not <laughs> enough cars out there. He thinks he's being pranked. Emotional harm is happening now. Yeah, I'm asking, where's your car, man? You're not here. And I'm sitting in my car five minutes trying to figure out what's going on when really they're all inside just waiting on me to get in there on the last one, well, second to last one to show up. Yeah. Mm. He can't go anywhere. Uh, let's see. What do we got going on this weekend, Hogue? Um, Junior's running nationwide. You're back on the road. Yes. After a three-week hiatus. Two and a half. Charlotte doesn't count. I was I was there every I, day but race day. That's true. Everybody says Charlotte doesn't count for me when I say I've been to three in a row because they're like, Charlotte doesn't count. And I'm like, yeah, it does. I said, well, if it's you know five minutes from your house, it, you're not like taking one for the team here. And then one day. Was, and it was the one day, right. But I still count it. Regardless. Okay, two and a half weeks. Back in Michigan. All right. Are you going to be? Uh, are you going to have to? You know, shake the rust off a little bit. Are you? Are you going to come back in your I, prime? I hope not. I know. I'll be fine. Okay. We can't pick right back up. It's like riding a bike. So Junior's running double duty this weekend in the number eighty-eight eBay, eBay. Chevrolet. This is cool. I mean, we got this big old <laughs> sign out on the front <laughs> of our building, so it better be cool. Um, but this ought to be cool. Let's see. Uh, Junior's running. This is his one hundred thirty-first. Nationwide Series race, uh, career-wise. That will be a good one this weekend. Uh, hopefully, Junior can win. It, what do you think about the Cup race? We, all right, let, before we get to Cup, let's go Nationwide. Predictions. Junior, we also got Regan, who's the point leader in the number seven Tax Slayer car. You got Chase in the number nine Napa car. I think one of our three cars takes it. Preferably Dale, obviously, but I think one of our Jerem cars wins. That's a bit bolder than the prediction you had earlier where it was like Junior's going to either win or he's not going to win. No, I, I said <laughs> this it went one of the two races. The right direction. I said one of the two races. 
I, do you want it, so you're going to say one of the JRM cars are going to win. Amanda, do you want to go any further than that, or are you going to actually give a driver? I don't know. I don't want to call a win this weekend. I, I last time I called a win, I got it right. Thank goodness. But I don't want to. So you're afraid call a win. to go two for two. Well, I'm a little unsure with this track. Like I felt pretty confident. I think when I called Chase winning. Chase winning where? By the way, I think he won. It Darlington. was after he. Yeah, it was after hey, he won Texas. I was like, he's going to do it again. We have forgotten to mention something rather important here. Regan won this race last year, so there's that too. Yeah. So one of the I'm so you could call a Dale Jr. victory, which would be two weeks in a row that he's won something. One, be, then it, or you could go cool. Regan Smith, two uh, defending race winner, two times in a row, or you can go Chase Elliott, just you know, win, wins every other week. Yeah. Whew. I mean, I think I think we have a hundred percent shot of all of our cars being in the top five this weekend. I don't know chance. if I want to call. hundred percent. I don't chance. know if I want to call it the win. <laughs> what I'm just saying. I hear you. That's three. Three of the five spots I think we've got covered. All right. So you, I'm going to actually give a name. You cowards. You're going to say Dale Jr. No. I don't think he is. I, I'm going Chase Elliott. Chase really? Chase Elliott. Yeah. Ask me why. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> just, just like, like Martin's Chase joke Elliott. earlier. Has he been yeah. to Michigan? I don't even. Well, he had never been in Darlington. He won that. Well, that's one. why. That's, no, that's why she's asking. Because if he hasn't, then she says she feels Arca. better about that pick, right? Probably Arca. Yeah. All right. So I'm going with Chase Elliott. Uh, <laughs> Hogue is going with a car in the field. I'm. G- <laughs> <laughs> and Amanda feels pretty good about JRM. I said. <laughs> Hogue is. Uh, he feels like a. He's a good chance that a stock car will win the race. <laughs> An even number. There oh, we go. Uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> Well, that would mean if if that's the case and, and it's a JRM car, that's going to end up being junior. Yep. Wow, man, your math skills are <laughs> on point. Do you want to make a bold prediction in Cup? Amanda, do you want to go first? Bold prediction. See, Michigan's tough because Michigan doesn't get many cautions. So it usually ends up being a fuel mileage race hey. at the end, which could be just about anybody, which no. kind of – Yeah, there's a new – I'm going to tell, tell you something. If it's a long green flag run race, I like our chances. I do too. We are a long run. Yes, type we are. Which car? The possibilities of that at Michigan are. Yes, it's always like that. I'm telling you, I, th- yeah. This for what? However, they if it's something they're doing when they build the cars or set them up, whatever it is, the 88 is a long green flag run car. It gets faster when everybody else drops off. The 88 doesn't. Right. And and it ends up being super fast. And man, I tell you what, if they get into one of those races, I like our chances. It's like when we went with the Batman car. He won by what, six seconds. Six-second lead. Now, if you get into one of those races, like within 10 laps, you have six cautions and yes. a bunch of green-white checkers, which is what scared me about Pocono, by the way. I mean, right. you're not going to out-restart Brad Kozlowski and all those other ones. Agreed. Totally agree. But, uh, anyways, it worked out. All right, so I'm calling a Dale Jr. victory. Boom. Superman victory lane. You're back on it, man. I hope you uh, hope you produce a win like I did. Don't, don't get all. We're one and one. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since you won. I produced a Daytona 500 one. You're only as good as your last win. You're right. Your last race. What are you going to say when we sweep the weekend? See, now that I'm done, I'm going to go to what – is, what is it? Uh, I will hand deliver a broom to you if we sweep. You're going to retire weekend. me and put me in the field to stud <laughs> now that I've won my race. Well, if something happens, I will be ready. I'm cool like a racehorse. I'm just going to go back and ro- rain, <laughs> roam the pasture. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. We were. Uh, th- this was a quick episode this week. Three ADD people in a room. And just, man, this is the most fun I have uh, <laughs> here all week. Is when we're in here recording Jeremy Three Sixty the podcast. So everybody, I hope you enjoy the races this weekend. Junior doing double duty, 
Hogue is back on the road. It's just it's going to be one of those great weekends. So <laughs> appreciate you listening to it. Enjoy the race. We'll talk to you right here on Dirty Mo Radio next week. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 